0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast, and today I'm going to go over my review of WCW's New Blood Rising 2000. Starting off the evening, we go to our first match of the night. It is the Dragons versus Three Count in a ladder match. Again, it was a good matchup, back and forth matchup between both teams. Dragons were keeping the pace of this match, but ultimately Three Count gets the win. So hats off to Three Count for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Ernest Miller. Versus the Great Muda. Again, it was a decent match, back and forth matchup between both Ernest and the Great Muda. Ernest was keeping the pace of the match, with Ernest ultimately hitting a sidekick on the Great Muda, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Ernest the Cat Miller. Um, a couple of things I'm going to take away from this match is number one, the wrong guy won this match. Uh, I, I totally thought that Great Muda should have won this match. Ernest the Cat Miller cannot wrestle. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, I've mentioned this many times in the past. Ernest Miller was doing a great job when he was teaming up with Glacier. When Ernest the Cat Miller first got the WCW, I thought it was a decent tag team. You know, they both brought in this whole mixed martial arts format into pro wrestling and I thought it worked. And they were actually building Glacier up to be this undefeated powerhouse in the beginning of Glacier's career. They were a decent tag team then. His singles run Ernest the Cat Miller, it just the man cannot wrestle, man. The guy could not wrestle. I don't know why the hell he was there, I guess, for an entertainment value to WCW, but, man, that guy could not wrestle. And then you have him beat, clean, the Great Muda. I'm a big, big fan of the Great Muda. man. He had some phenomenal matches, matches he had with Sting, uh, the tag match he had with Flair. Uh, it was Sting and Flair versus Terry Funk and Muda. Phenomenal tag match, man. And then you're going to have Ernest uh, the Ernest Cat Miller beat Great Muda clean like this? Come on, man. Are you serious? What a joke. But hats off to Ernest Miller for getting the win in this match, even though I truly believe the Great Mooner should have won this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card as well. It is Canyon versus Bagwell in a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Number one, this match was awful. Number two, it was a back-and-forth matchup, but Bagwell ultimately got the win in this match. This match right here, I am going to let you guys know, man, this match right here, will forever be synonymous in pro wrestling about how bad this match was judy bagwell on a forklift match this is i mentioned this so many times with wcw towards the later years in wcw these stipulations for these matches were downright garbage garbage man are you are you serious judy bagwell on a forklift match come on man I would rather have a one-on-one singles match between Canyon and Bagwell than it be for Judy Bagwell on a 4 match. Who's booking this garbage, man? Hot garbage. Honestly, who was it? Because, I mean, what were, you, what were you thinking? And this was on a pay-per-view, nonetheless, a pay-per-view match. People paid money for this pay-per-view to see this match. What? Garbage, man. Hot garbage. Hats off to Bagwell for getting the win, but this match will always go down as one of the most dumbest matches of all time. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Chronic versus Perfect Event versus O'Hare and Jindrak versus Hugh Morris and Corporal Cajun for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between everybody involved with Chronic ultimately getting the win. Again, it was a decent matchup. Um, I don't know a whole lot about O'Hare and Jindrak, or Mark Jindrak, if you will. Uh, Hugh Morris and Corporal Cajun, obviously, um, Hugh Morris was a decent wrestler. Um, and obviously, Corporal Cajun comes from the uh, their team they had, or stable, if you will, in WCW known as Misfits in Action. So, again, it was a decent matchup. Hats off to Chronic for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card. It is Shane Douglas versus Billy Kidman in a uh, strap match. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Shane and Billy Kidman. But uh, Kidman ultimately gets the win in this match. So hats off to Billy Kidman for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Major Guns versus Miss Hancock. Again, it was an okay matchup. Uh, it was back-and-forth matchup between both Major Guns and Miss Hancock with Major Guns ultimately getting the win. Hats off to Major Guns for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we're going to our next match on the card as well. It is the Demon versus Sting. Again, it was a decent matchup, back and forth matchup between both Demon and the Sting. Oh, and the Sting. Sting. Uh, but Sting ultimately hits a uh, Scorpion Death Drop on the Demon, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Sting. Again, it was an okay matchup. I mentioned this in the past too, man. Demon really could not wrestle. I understand the gimmick, but the man really couldn't wrestle. But hats off to Sting for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go on to our next match on the card as well. It is Mike Awesome versus Lance Storm for the WCW United States Championship. Um, Number one, I thought this match was horrible. I really did. I thought it was trash. Uh, It was a back-and-forth matchup, though, between Awesome and Lance Storm. There was multiple times in this matchup that Mike Awesome could have won the match, but of course having Jacques Rougeau ringside, he kept changing the rules in this whole Canadian rules match, which it was always some kind of weird stipulation. Every time Mike Awesome went to go pin Lance Storm, Jacques Rougeau would uh, want to change the rules of the match. It was horrible, uh, but Lance Storm ultimately applies a, uh, a, a well, like I guess it was like a single leg crab on Mike Awesome and your winner of the match or no, I'm sorry, he ended up applying the single leg crab, but then I guess the stipulation of the match was whoever got up before the 10 count was the winner of the match, and Lance Storm ended up getting the win in this matchup and retaining the WCW United States Championship. Again, this match was horrible, man. The stipulations of these matches is a joke. It's an absolute joke. If it was a clean match, fine. And Lance Storm, in my honest opinion, I mentioned this before in my ECW reviews, Lance Storm did not fit the mold of what ECW was about. In my honest opinion, but he definitely fit the criteria for what WCW was bringing to the table even in the early days. There was nothing about Landstorm that spoke to me about being a hardcore wrestler. Same thing how I felt about Norman Smiley. You know, Landstorm was built to be in WCW, in my honest opinion. But hats off to Landstorm for getting the win in this match. I just wish this match was a clean finish. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Chronic versus The Great Muda and Vampiro for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both teams. Uh, Vampiro and Muda were keeping the pace of the match, with Muda ultimately hitting a moonsault off the top rope. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match, and at that time, new WCW Tag Team Champions are Vampiro and The Great Muda. Hats off to Vampiro and The Great Muda for getting the win in this matchup, and at that time, becoming the new WCW Tag Team team champions. Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card as well. It is Goldberg versus Scott Steiner versus Kevin Nash in a triple threat match. Again, it was an okay matchup. Back and forth matchup between Kevin Nash, Steiner, and Goldberg. Uh, Nash was keeping the pace of the match, but Nash was going to hit a jackknife powerbomb on Goldberg, but Goldberg gets right out of the jackhammer, looks at Nash, and just walks away from the ring and walks away from the match. And then Ultimately, Nash ends up getting the win. Pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Kevin Nash. Again, there was a lot of stuff in this match that was kind of confusing. Um, I didn't understand why Goldberg left the match like that abruptly, for no apparent reason. Um, I seemed like, for what I understand, I think Goldberg didn't want to take the Jackknife Powerbomb finish, and he knew when the Jack when he knew when Nash was gonna hit the Jackhammer. He wasn't gonna have Nash hit the jackhammer on him, so um, that was kind of weird. And again, man, it just makes it goes to show you where WCW's head was at towards the end of their you know WCW's run. I don't really think they really gave a damn about how these matches really went, in my honest opinion. But hats off to Kevin Nash for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go to our next match of the night. It is the main event of New Blood Rising 2000. It is Jeff Jarrett versus Booker T for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Jeff Jarrett and Booker T. Uh, Booker was keeping the pace of the match, with Booker ultimately hitting the finish on Jeff Jarrett, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Booker T. Again, this was a decent show, man. It really wasn't the greatest. It definitely wasn't the worst. There's a lot of matches on here I could have done without. Um, But like I said before, man, this is kind of towards the end of WCW, where a lot of the matches and the pay-per-views were just downright awful. I mean, one of the biggest matches on here that I think a lot of people could have done without, in my honest opinion, um, you know, Shane Douglas, Billy Kidman wasn't bad, but the main match for me was Canyon versus Bagwell and the Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. I mean, that match will forever go down in history as one of the most dumbest gimmick matches that anybody has ever seen. I mean, it is absolutely horrible, man. And that match alone will stand the test of time of how bad that match was. I mean, whoever was coming up with the gimmicks for WCW, man, trash. Absolute trash, man. Garbage. Hot garbage. And it's honestly hard to watch, man. To be 100% honest with y'all, man, it is hard to watch and be entertained by what the hell I'm seeing in these pay-per-views. It is garbage, man. I wouldn't even have my worst enemy watch these matches, man, because it's just brutal. It's absolutely brutal. But this is my review of WCW's New Blood Rising 2000. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.